Second Chronicles, chapter 20, from verse 1 onwards. It happened after this that the people of Moab were the people of Ammon, and others with them besides the Ammonites came to battle against Jehoshaphat. It happened after this that the people of Moab with the people of Ammon and others with them besides the Ammonites came to battle against Jehoshaphat. Then some came and told Jehoshaphat, saying, A great multitude is coming against you from beyond the sea, from Syria, and they are in Hazazan, Tamar, which is Engedi. And Jehoshaphat feared and set himself to seek the Lord and proclaimed a fast throughout all Judah. So Judah gathered together to ask help from the Lord. And from all the cities of Judah, they came to seek the Lord. I'm going to stop right here as the Holy Spirit wants me to. The psalmist says, What time? I'm afraid. I will trust in you. What time? I'm afraid. I will trust in you. During this time, Jehoshaphat had a host of enemies come, come against him and his people to overtake them, to capture them, to gain victory over them, to take what they had. When this threat to their freedom, their lives, their land, was so real in front of them, the king saw the seriousness of the matter and the danger of the situation. And he took it seriously and he did what brought him the victory. The fear that Jehoshaphat faced was a good fear. It's not a bad fear. There are two types of fear. Healthy fear, unhealthy fear. Healthy fear is given by God to protect us from danger. If we are going to cross the road and you see a bus or a truck or a car or any vehicle coming your way, you're going to have this healthy fear which will say, move to the right or move to the left or run or back off or whatever it is to protect yourself. If that healthy fear is not there, you're going to get killed. That fear is good fear. But then you have unhealthy fear. Unhealthy fear is 
demonic fear, which will bring a dark kind of fear that will cause a person to despair, that will cause a person to sin, it will cause a person to even take their own lives. Now, when you look at these two types of fear, one is given by God to protect us, and the other one is given by Satan to destroy us. The fear that the Word of God talks about as the negative fears, the fear that is not given by God, the dark fear is not given by God. God has not given to us a spirit of fear. This fear is demonic fear inspired by demons. God has not given that kind of fear. That's the dark fear. But then you have the good fear, healthy fear, that will keep you safe in the straight and narrow path. That will cause you to inherit the blessings of God. That will cause you to do the right thing. Healthy fear. If you do certain things you know, you'll die. You don't do it because you have that healthy fear. Good fear. Which is necessary. To protect you from danger. And harm. Bad fear. The negative fear, dark fear. Is from Satan. Which will drive you. To death. Good fear will tend, will move you towards life. Dark fear, which comes from Satan, will take you down on this path to death. And you look at Jehoshaphat here when this great multitude of enemies coming against him. He had this fear, being a child of God. He had this healthy fear, and the healthy fear is, I got to do something about this, otherwise the enemy will overtake me. I'm not going to lose that which God has given to me. As opposed to some people who are very foolish and careless, they say, I don't have to worry about it. I don't have to worry about this. I got this. I can do this. And they end up losing everything. Jehoshaphat was not a self-confident man. Jehoshaphat was not a proud king. Jehoshaphat was not a man who turned towards other things. He was not someone who ran after other means. If you look at him in this situation, it's losing a battle or winning a battle. It's going to live or going to die. When he sees this, he's moved by fear, healthy fear which is moving him to seeking God. 
unhealthy fear will move a person to despair and will move a person to seek after wrong things. Jehoshaphat was not moved by this fear to go and consult with other people or go after heathen people begging for help. He was not someone who was moved by unhealthy fear. It's the point, like he didn't know what to do. And he just didn't get his people and say, let's go, fight. If we win, we win. If we lose, we lose. No. But he had this healthy fear, which was, I got to do something about this. That's number one. Number two, he had faith. He had faith that his God heard his prayers. When you face a problem, you need to have healthy fear. And you need to have faith. In order for you not to get slaughtered by the enemy, you need to have healthy fear. Healthy fear, which will drive you to your knees, not to a place of despair, but to a place of receiving answers from God. Jehoshaphat was a man of faith. He was a king who had this confidence in God. And when his enemies came, he had this healthy fear. I'm not going to lose my country to the heathen who are coming there. I'm not going to let someone else take dominion over us. I'm going to go to God, who is my king. And he will give us the victory. Jehoshaphat was a man who had healthy fear. And he was moved by healthy fear to seeking God because he had faith in God. And Jehoshaphat was a man who knew how to communicate with God in times of crisis. He knew what to do. He was not someone who just ran around saying, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. No. He knew what to do. He set himself to seek the Lord and proclaimed a fast throughout all Judah. He had this healthy fear. He said, I cannot afford to lose this battle. Moved by that healthy fear. He had faith in the Almighty God, knowing that when I go to Him, I will have the victory. He knew the strategy of winning this warfare. And he knew that it's got to be one on his knees, fasting and prayer. He set himself to seek 
the Lord. And he proclaimed a fast throughout all Judah. They all came together. Again, it's very similar to what the Lord spoke yesterday. Noah, moved by godly fear, he built the ark for the saving of himself and his family. Even when the people did not listen to him, he continued building because he knew that if no one else is going, I'm going in. My wife is going in. My sons are going in. My daughters-in-law are going in. But godly fear, healthy fear is very important. Very important. And having faith in God, that God will give me the victory. It's very important. He had this relationship with God. He was not someone who was doing things that were displeasing to God. He was someone who was walking with God. Therefore, he had that confidence with God. And he knew that God will hear him. And knew that on my knees I can win this battle. He knew that. And he called his people to fast. And they all came to seek the Lord. They all came to seek the Lord. They all came to seek the Lord. All of them together. It's the only way this battle can be won. Everyone. Everyone seek the Lord. Everyone seek the Lord. In your life, no matter what you may be going through, know this. If you know your God, if you know who He is, and if, if you have healthy fear, which is very important, I don't want to lose my spouse, I don't want to lose my parents, I don't want to lose my children, I don't want to lose my whoever it is. If you have that healthy fear, and you are walking upright before God, and you have faith in this God that He will hear you and He will answer you. Then seek the Lord with fasting and prayer. The biggest weapon in the hands of a righteous person. If you know how to pray and if you know how to move God to act on your behalf, there's no one on the face of the earth who can stand against you. No demon, no human. But if you don't know the art of praying, if you don't know, if you don't care about winning, then you will have all hell walk all over you. God is speaking at this hour. God is speaking at this hour. Be a Man be a woman was wise enough to have that healthy fear of not losing that which God has given to you. That which belongs to you is yours. Don't let it go. Yes, the enemy will come. He'll come like the sand of the shore to take that which 
is yours. Spiritually, physically, materially, emotionally, relationally, in every way. If you want to come and make you a loser, are you going to become a loser or are you going to become a winner? Are you going to have healthy fear to keep yourself from harm's way? We're running into the arms of Jesus. We're going to have that healthy fear. We're having faith in the living God. We're going to him with faith that he will hear you. He will answer you. He will deliver you and he will deliver your loved ones. Do you know the power of prayer and do you know the power of fasting and prayer? You need to be walking uprightly for your prayers to be heard. So it's very important. Make sure you have that straightened out before you do anything. Fervent, effectual prayer of a righteous person avails much. Make sure that you are walking with God. And then you will have that confidence in God because he hears me. He hears me. When you know that he hears you, you can go to him, humbly go to him in fasting and prayer. That's what fasting and prayer is. You humbly go to him, seeking him for his strength and for his might to be revealed in your life. God is speaking to your house this morning. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call on him while he's near. And God can deliver you and God can help you when God can deliver you and your loved ones. Have that healthy fear that would keep you from becoming a loser. If you are a loser, you can move from being a loser to a winner by straightening out that which is crooked in your life. Straighten out that which is crooked in your life. Straighten out that which is crooked in your life. Have that healthy fear. Not to surrender to the enemy. Not even for a second. Straighten out that which is crooked in your life. Then you'll have confidence with God. And you'll have confidence in God. You'll have power with God. And you'll have his power working in you. And you'll be able to call unto him and he will answer you. Then your fasting and prayer will work. There is no amount of fasting and no amount of prayer will work. You need to straighten out that which is crooked. It's important. It's important. It's very important. Straighten out that which is crooked. 
Make your rough places smooth. That which you need to do, you have to do. If you want to eat right, rice, or you want to eat something with wheat or any grain, you can't just go and take the grain with the leaves and with the mud and everything and put in a plate and eat. There's a process, refining process, where all the things that should not go into your mouth is removed from it, from the article to the dust, the chaff, the leaves, the bugs, whatever is there that you should not be eating should be removed from there. Then you can grind it, you can eat it, do whatever you want. As long as you do that which is good for your body. According to your taste, according to your cooking preference, you can do whatever you want with it. But it has to be in a condition where you can actually work with. God is seeking He's looking for people who he can work with, but not with mud and dirt and filth and bugs. Straighten out that which you need to straighten out. Remove those things from your life. Remove those things from your life. Your attitude, your behavior, your pride. Better have no part with you and may you have no part with it God is speaking at this hour Jehoshaphat had this healthy fuel of losing that which God had given he said no no I'm not going to the enemy is coming to steal kill and destroy I'm not going to let this happen and I have the Lord God who can give me the victory. He said, I'm going to run to him. He said, I want to fast and pray. Because he said, I know that God will answer when I fast and pray. I know God will reveal to us what we need to do when we fast and pray. So as a family, as a nation, they fasted and prayed. And they won. They won. Because Jehoshaphat had this healthy fear. Because Jehoshaphat had this faith. It was transferred to all of his people. All of them had that healthy fear. Because the king was walking right. All of them had that healthy fear. They said, we're not going to lose. They're not going to lose. They all had this faith. They said, God can help. So let's run to God. Let's do what Jehoshaphat says. They all fasted. They all sought the Lord. They didn't go after ungodly means. When you have ungodly fear, then you'll go after ungodly means. To appease that 
spirit of fear. That's when you get yourself into more trouble. The fear of man bringeth snare. But if you trust in the Lord, you'll be safe. Jehoshaphat trusted in God. And as an entire family, a nation of God, they all sought the Lord. The result was mighty victory. Mighty victory. Mighty victory. You can read his prayer on your own later. And I have also spoken on this very topic, very chapter, I should say, quite a few times. So I encourage you to go back and listen to this message, particularly on Jehoshaphat's prayer. But today, God is bringing these three important qualities. Healthy fear, which is good fear. Unwavering, unshakable faith in the Almighty God, which equals our confidence in God, strong confidence in God. There it is. Being able to move the hand of God on your behalf. And knowing how to do it, which is fasting and prayer. And within fasting and prayer, you also saw, if we don't live a righteous life, your fasting and prayer won't work. It won't do a thing for you. You'll be just fooling yourself. So straightening out that which is crooked in your life is very important. If you want your fasting and prayer to work, you need to set yourself right with God. Now, when this happened, the Spirit of the Lord, verse 14, then the Spirit of the Lord came upon Jehaziel, the son of Zechariah, the son of Benaiah, the son of Jael, the son of Mataniah, a Levite of the sons of Asaph, in the midst of the assembly. God is speaking through his God-ordained means. When Jehoshaphat and the nation fasted and prayed, God is speaking through this Levite. And now the prophecy is coming. And he said, listen, all you of Judah and all you inhabitants of Jerusalem and you king Jehoshaphat, thus says the Lord to you, do not be afraid nor dismayed because of this great multitude, for the battle is not yours but God's. Wow. The enemies came against Jehoshaphat and his people. But now the prophet is saying, this battle is not yours, but it's God's. How did it do? How did it turn like that? How did it become God's battle? How? Because 
the battle that Jehoshaphat faced and that people faced, they gave it into the hands of God. That's what you do in prayer. That's what you do in prayer. You cast all your cares upon him. Once you cast it on him, he owns it. He does something with it. You don't own it any longer. The battle that Jehoshaphat faced, he gave it in the hands of the living God. God is speaking here through his servant to Jehoshaphat and to the people. I got it. You gave it to me. I got it. It's not yours anymore. It's mine. It's mine. Tomorrow, go down against them. God is saying what they should do now. Always, we must note this. When you go to the Lord for something, God speaks to you through servants. There'll be specific instructions given by God for that particular battle. It's important to take it and do it exactly the way you're told. Nothing more, nothing less. Tomorrow, go down against them. Well, if they would have just said, oh, didn't you tell me that the battle is the Lord's, then why should we have to go? God can go and his angels can go. We can just sit at home. We fasted and we prayed and now we're tired and we can't go to the battle, Lord. No. They would have lost. With all their fasting and prayer, all of them would have lost. If they had not listened to the voice of God that came through. The voice of the prophet. Tomorrow go down against them. That means tomorrow you go down against them. Not today. Not the day after. You go. And you go tomorrow. They will surely come up. By the ascent of Ziz. And you will find them. At the end of the brook. Before the wilderness of Jeruel. You will not need to fight. In this battle, position yourselves, stand still, and see the salvation of the Lord who is with you, O Judah and Jerusalem. Go tomorrow. Tomorrow you go. You see that? Two instructions there. One is when to go, and two is what to do, which is go. Go and go tomorrow. And third is, you position yourselves and just stay put. That's it. Be where you are. And you're going to see what God is going to do. So you must go. That's the first part of the instruction. The second part is tomorrow. Third part is position yourselves. Fourth part is stay right there. Fifth part is see. Very important. You're going to stay there and expect. Watch what God is going to do with great expectation. Don't fear. Because God has gotten this. He received your petition. He has this in his hands. That's it. 
And once you got it, he'll tell you what you need to do. You need to take care of that. Do not fear nor be dismayed. Tomorrow, go out against them. For the Lord is with you. For the Lord is with you. Do not fear. That's another instruction. Or be dismayed. That's another instruction. Go tomorrow. Go tomorrow. Go tomorrow. Then you will see God with you. When will you see? When you go tomorrow. So what did God tell them there? To the one who had this healthy fear, faith in God, and went to the Lord with fasting and prayer. What did God do? He spoke through his prophet. He told him, listen, listen, this is what's going to happen. This is what's going to happen. Listen. Don't be afraid. Don't be dismayed. Don't be afraid and don't be dismayed. God is repeating the same thing. What he said in verse 15. He's saying it again in verse 17. Look. I got it. Now this battle is not yours. It's mine. You gave it to me. It's mine. It's mine. So don't be afraid. That's an instruction. Don't be dismayed. That's an instruction. If you're afraid, that means if you give yourself over to this unhealthy, ungodly fear, you'll lose it. You'll lose the battle. If you give yourself over to this ungodly anxiety, discouragement, then you're going to lose the battle. No point in even going tomorrow. If you're going to be trembling and shaking and having this ungodly, unhealthy fear. And anxiety. Because you can't win with unbelief. When God speaks. It's important to mix your faith with that. And execute that which God tells you to do. So when he said, go, go tomorrow, position yourself Stay still and look. Five things he said. But the five things before and after, there's a repetition of two things, which is anything that will go against faith. Two major things. Ungodly fear. Spirit of fear and spirit of discouragement. Don't let that come near you. 
That's instruction. When you get up and go tomorrow, make sure. You don't let the spirit of fear and spirit of discouragement come near you. Then he says, go. Go tomorrow. Position yourself. Stay right there. And look. Expect. See what God is going to do. You're sandwiching these five things that were told to the people. Where these two things, which is don't give yourself over to the spirit of fear and the spirit of discouragement. God is speaking to your hearts this morning. If you want to win your battles, it's important to know your God. It's important to make sure you have this healthy fear to win every battle. You go to God, having aligned yourself with the will of God. And you run to Him, give Him your problems. Fasting and prayer. And the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, will guard your heart and mind through Jesus Christ our Lord. With instruction that God gives to you. Make sure you do it. And do it with faith, not with fear. If you just do it with the spirit of fear, you're not going to see the results because fear will cancel out the victory. Jehoshaphat bowed his head with his face to the ground. And all Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem bowed before the Lord, worshipping the Lord. That's it. Once the word of God was given, they took it. Many people received promises they don't even remember what God spoke. If you want to inherit it, you need to be someone who go after it. If you have to go after it, you need to know what you're going after. That means you need to keep your eyes on it. You need to know what God is speaking and keep your eyes on it and go after it. If you just get a prophecy, no, no, I don't know what, what God spoke. I don't know what he said. And how are you going to even hold those things if you don't even know what he said? Is it important to you? Do you want it? You want that to happen in your life. And these are things you need to be keen on and go after that. And you write these things down, meditate on it, lay hold of it. They took this very seriously and they were so happy because they had faith. The king and the people had faith. All excited. They worshipped the living God. They worshipped the living God. What did they do? Then the Levites of the children of the Kohathites and of the children of the Korahites stood up to praise the Lord God of Israel with voices loud and high. Hallelujah. Because they knew that it was done. 
They knew that the victory has been obtained. God has proclaimed it and it's a done deal because we're going to do what he told us to do. Very important scripture, verse 20. So they rose early in the morning and went out into the wilderness of Tekoa. And as they went out, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Hear me, O Judah, and you inhabitants of Jerusalem. Pay attention, all of you. When did they get up and go? God said, tomorrow, they said, we're going to make sure that we do it. First thing in the morning, they got up early. They had faith. They knew that we're going to win. God is going before us because the battle is his. He's got it. And Jehoshaphat said, and he said this, listen to me. Listen to me, Judah and people of Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord your God and you shall be established. Believe his prophets and you shall prosper. Very important. If you don't have faith in what God has spoken through his prophets, you won't receive a single thing that has been spoken. It's not going to happen in your life. That's why Jehoshaphat, he encourages his people, believe, don't forget what the prophet said yesterday, okay? Don't forget that. Keep that in front of you. You're going to win. That's what is needed. That's what is needed. Oh, the word that God has spoken. How important that is to every single one. Yet how many people despise it? Yet how many people neglect it and lose all the blessings that God has given? May this church be different. May the people on the call be different. Be people who will not bow down to the enemy not surrender to the enemy when the enemy comes but have healthy fear too not given to the enemy by running to God Almighty by laying your petitions before God and fasting and prayer and by doing that which God has told you to do because you have faith in that which God has spoken through his prophets. It's very important. May God help every single one here to learn every strategy that God places before you to succeed. Take it seriously. And win every war through the power of the Almighty God and by obedience to His word. Shall we pray?